0: DigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. Glad you could join us. As you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, and I'm your host, Dave Hodges. And... Every so often, we have Robert Kudla from Trade Genius on to talk about the economy. And sometimes the economy lends itself to political events. Actually, quite often it does that. We've had many discussions on China. And uh, now we're going to be talking about liberals and how what they're doing is backfiring. And let me just start by saying this. The biggest demographic change I've had to people who are following me, and this is my anecdotal observation, are people who are liberal. That are disgusted by what's going on, and uh, they're coming to me in droves. So, uh, Bob, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. And uh, the liberals, I think, have created more problems for themselves in the long run than they have for America in the short run.
1: Yeah, Dave, and <clears throat> thanks. I thought maybe we wouldn't talk for a couple weeks, but uh, you know, just ten days ago, we were talking about we've seen <clears throat> green shoots in the uh, economy, and then, and then this. Came out of Mount Olympus here and uh, and turned into a conflagration. You know, Winston Churchill said that uh, <clears throat> with the way the the liberals are, if you keep appeasing these people, you know, it's like a crocodile and you're hoping to be eaten last. <laughs> and I, and and I think uh, when this thing started, it, it look, look, I mean, how quickly it went to every city and how um, the, uh, uh, the 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 organization that that was put in place and the logistics, you know, with the bricks and with the fire bombs and the pipe sticks and all these things and uh, and the methodology that I think I think it caught even uh, the the progressive elites off guard. I think they wanted to uh, you know knock Trump down a notch and then this thing just turned totally against them. You know, I'm an, I'm an convinced now that uh, you know. If, Anybody that with a half a brain in their head is going to look to not renew a lease if they live in the city and and look to uh, get out before uh, they become the next victim because uh, uh, the cities now are going to go broke and they're going to cut back even more. The police are going to be like, we don't want to be blamed anymore for the poor policies that the leadership of the cities have have put in place the cops are simply following these things, even though some are are you know shouldn't have been cops like this guy that in Minnesota Amy Klublichar should have prosecuted him ten years ago. Yes. they let these they let these hand grenades laying around out here, knowing that in their view it's a win win situation for them. you know, hey, it blows up, we can blame you know Trump. if it doesn't blow up, hey, we're keeping control. And and now this thing just just went off the deep end, and I think New York City is is just a a classic example of uh, of what a failed state looks like.
0: How does New York City Mayor De Blasio or the Governor Cuomo? How do they not call in the National Guard? Don't they care about the safety of human beings?
1: Uh, No, you know every life matters, Dave. Okay, according to Governor Cuomo, well, does unless you live in a Nursing home, yeah, or correct. or or you don't vote for them, and so I think I think what their problem is is they're trapped by their own voter base, you know they can't they can't um, because you know on the if the right had did this you could separate the bad actors from the people who would vote for Trump, when the left does this that they, they the left views everything in monolith, so it's it's like they don't pull out the bad actors they. They they view it as a, an affront to the whole purpose of their being, and so so they're they're stuck. They can't criticize these people. They can't come down on those people, and and now Trump has put them in a classic trap because he called for something that they now they can't do it because he called for it, and and now they're living in this private hell they created for themselves.
0: That's a really good observation. I, I just look at this going back two weeks. When we were starting to come out of a lot of the COVID restrictions in many of the states, non democratic specifically, we I started to see signs of life in the economy. Did I read that correctly?
1: Yeah, you did. In fact, um you were looking at the um we were looking at the restaurants and and they were saying, Hey, these restaurants may not come back and a lot of them were back at seventy five percent capacity and they're being and they're they're filling up. And so that would say that people are ready to rebound back. And uh, I think our issue was, is you know, in the cities, my view was it's going to be a problem because you know people are going to work from home. Now, people are definitely going to be working from home, and the people that live in the cities are going to be looking to work from home in the suburbs. And and so these cities are going to get major league hollowed out.
0: Well, yeah, and when you destroy your business base, it, like, you know, de Blasio let the business base in his own city get destroyed with all these businesses that got burned and vandalized and looted. And so my question is, where's his tax base going to come from?
1: No, I think I think the game they were playing was, I think this is the game. So they had the, 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 the virus thing, that started to blow up in their face because now everybody and their brother says that pretty much is a farce. And so they unleashed hell with this... Um, with this rioting, you know, above and beyond the protesting, thinking now we can extort money from the federal government, the little guilt action, and then the rioting blew up in their face. I I just see a tremendous battle now with Congress in terms of are they going to release money because De Blasio couldn't control his city, or Pritzker couldn't control his state, you know, and 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 you know, and the other crazy lady from uh, from Michigan who says google how to cut your own hair i mean these people are caricatures and and uh, and i think they were looking to shake down the government and, and fund their fund their uh, governments for them and i think that's not going to come to play and i think i think maybe uh, one of these states is going to be made an example of and that's not good for the whole economy i'm just saying i'm not saying whether it's right or wrong i'm just saying what i think it is going to be
0: you know, I think that's a really good observation about making someone example. And I don't think it'll be California because we need them so desperately economically. I would bet on Michigan.
1: Yeah, Michigan or, or, Calif- uh, or, uh,
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347.
1: Or Illinois, but, but New York is making a strong case for itself.
0: <laughs> that's true, that's true, but but yeah. New, York, New York is important to us too. So I, I just can't, Here here's the bottom line, and I know this is conspiratorial, but I don't have any other way to explain it. The worst shutdowns, lockdowns, the most punitive lockdowns during COVID-19, with lockdown restrictions that had nothing to do with anything to do with virus transmission, were clearly in Democratic cities and states, except for Mayor Doug Ducey, our Governor Doug Ducey in Arizona, because he had a TGen board of director conflict with vaccine development. Uh, other than that, it was all Democrats, and and uh, these people just killed their own cities economically. And now they're literally blowing up their cities, figuratively, literally, uh, in this latest crisis, this race-baiting crisis. So these Democrats are amazing to me, Bob, because they're willing to totally destroy the people they govern.
1: Yeah, they don't care. And uh, this is um, an observation I've had for a long time. Uh, There's a philosophy called being the king of a dunghill. As long as you're the king, you don't care. And, and, and these people are, are operating under the assumption is that I can carve out a safe space for me and my kind, meaning the progressive elites and then I can basically almost like, like Brazil, those people leave they leave their estates in the suburbs excuse me, they leave their estates in the suburbs and they take helicopters in for their jobs so they fly right over the poor people and I think that's 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 the kind of the philosophy here. Look, everybody who's rich and progressive is not sitting in the city right now, Dave. They're in uh, they're in Long Island, where they're down in Florida. You know, they're they're where it's safe, and they're pontificating their moral, you know, their moral high ground. You know, pushing their note, their 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 glasses down on their nose and lecturing everybody who's stuck in these cities. And and I think that's how that's how they operate so they ne- they definitely don't care they know that they have a captive audience with these communities and you know what you're going to vote for me because I'm your drug dealer and, and you can't afford for me not to vote for me and I think that's the philosophy until something truly breaks like the city unable to completely take care of their people and then the federal government has to come stepping in completely I don't think people are going to see it <clears throat> It's wow. sad. There's no incrementalism on this. It has to break.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I, I completely hear you, and I agree with you. And it's, it sounds like you wrote the last two articles I wrote. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it, it just amazing. And and, and the thing is, is, like I said, the Democrats, uh, the liberals, uh, rank-and-file guys, average people like me, are seeing through it. You know, I have friends you know, I associate with. that are liberal, and our connections were through basketball and stuff, and we're still friends, and we just overlook the political differences. You know what? The differences have really shrunk now. And they, they want a vibrant economy. They want a future for their kids, and they see with the leadership that they have in their party, they're not going to have that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> My view is that things don't matter to people till they matter to people, and now things are mattering to a lot of people and everybody's like saying whoa, 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 whoa this isn't what I bargained for I think what you're going to find is that the hardcore can never can never pull themselves to vote for Trump unless they do it without telling anybody ever but I think you're going to see the moderate independence the soccer mom vote is definitely going to go to Trump because the last thing that those soccer moms want to do is be stuck in a car on a highway like what happened in LA last week and have guys walking down the street with crowbars trying to trying to smash your windows in and scaring the heck out of your family. And uh, and I think that's where that's where the, the rubber is going to meet the road, where I think they'll never tell you they're going to vote for Trump. They're just not going to vote for uh, Biden.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I do expect Biden to be set aside. Uh, because his faux pas are just getting so damaging to the party. I don't see how they can keep him in play. And they're doing an open convention, so that opens the door for a return of someone like Hillary.
1: Yeah, that'll be really interesting to see what happens. I don't think with this whole uh, blow-up here with um, with the, you know the African-American community, I don't think they're going to accept anything less than somebody on the ticket that's African-American.
0: Yeah, I would. And you know what? Can you blame them after the way they've been no. jerked around? I can't blame them. Nope. No, no.
1: And- it's, it's in latent self-interest. I I say it all the time. White people would not put up with what black people put up with, and and until until they they do it in a constructive manner, they keep getting sidetracked by the liberal elites because they don't want to take power. <clears throat> that's who's going to take power from. You know they don't take they're not taking power from me and you, white conservative. They're, they're taking they're going to take power away from white liberals and that's not acceptable to them so they're always trying to deflect these folks you know and instead of saying hey you know what let's truly empower you let's let get ownership into these cities get get jobs in there you know that jobs you own you know and not apartments that you rent from somebody else and And that's just not going to happen. But
0: Larry Elder was on uh, Laura Ingram last night on Fox News, and I caught the interview. And uh, first of all, besides being articulate and intelligent and fair-minded, he came out. And by the way, Larry is black, in case people don't know. But Larry stole the virtues of Trump's economics before COVID that led to the lowest black unemployment rate in our history. And he said, show me the racism. There is no racism. The racism are the looters and the protesters that are burning everything down. And this was a black man of prominence saying this.
1: Yeah, look, Minnesota, my, my view is really simple. Okay, this, the, the, the police commissioner, the city council, the mayor, the governor, the attorney general are all liberals.
0: with Dave.com. that's water with save
1: eighty dollars for a short time and and uh, many are african- American and yet they had the policy in place at that police department that allowed that gentleman to be killed I agree and they're and they're gonna put that cop is the only one that's going to go to jail for it when I think you know what the, the police commissioner or the police chief he needs to be put in jail for uh for negligent homicide, because he had the policy in place. So, you know, until that stops, you're not going to stop this stuff with the cops, okay? And uh, and you know, just picking off a cop here and there. When you have the policy, it's written right in the policy. That is a policy that is acceptable in terms of restraining a, a uh, uh, an arrestee. Now,
0: I had and so you, I had someone from DHS tell me he believes that may be the only major police department in the country that still has that policy.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. And, uh, I mean, where's the guy going to go? He's handcuffed, you
0: know? <laughs> I know. I know. You know? And it, it's not like he was a fleeing bank robber or he'd shot at people. He wasn't a threat to anybody. Um, that was just a flat-out case of murder. And with 12 discipline violations from that cop, I agree with you. The police chief needs to be prosecuted. I do. It's, yeah, ne- it's, it's negligence. It's- I totally agree with you
1: yeah you know you drive the- you drive the getaway card you have the policy, so i mean that's you know but that, my thing is is that it's misplaced anger you know and and you know they're trying to make conflate this into systemic racism, I just call it systemic uh uh, liberalism
0: yeah, that's, that's a good, I like that phrase that's very good, because that is what we're seeing here, and it was the liberals that made this crime possible not the conservatives I, I, I totally agree with what, everything you're saying here I, I just I'm at a loss to explain why so many people are caught up in this emotion, no, I, I was, I'm mad about what happened to the man but I'm not mad enough to go out and burn down someone's business that had nothing to do with it
1: yeah, so here's my view: is that you, you, we've been paying people to not work for four months. People are lost; they don't have a cause. They have nothing to champion in their life. This comes along, and who who can be against not condoning police brutality and racism? I mean, that's like apple pie, right? So people can get behind it, and and then it was taken advantage of by you know professional anarchists. So that's why I think it. It's gone to the point, and where it gotten, and I think the anarchists really made it spread elsewhere very, very violently, because people have look, they they have nothing to live for, you know, and the left is always trying to replace God with something, right? So it was, hey, you got to listen to us because of climate change. Now you got to listen to us because of COVID. Now you got to listen to us because of systemic racism. It's always they're always trying to create a cause that's not God you know, in order to control the people. And and people are rudderless right now. I mean, look, I have a teenage daughter that was in college and working, right, and and her life's been on hold for 12 weeks. And, and you know, she's bored, she's frustrated, you know. She has money that she can't spend even if she wants to. And, and uh, you know, and, and, and they're rudderless, you know, and they just sit at home and they're on Instagram all day pinging back and forth to each other. So I could see why the rage is there. You know, we've not given them something better to, to, to point to. You know, and and you know, and that's not the left. The left, you know, is is that they don't lift up. They're they're destroyers. You know, and and I grew up in an environment like this. You know, there, there's no love there. It's it's all revenge, envy, and hate. And and if you don't think white liberals aren't racist, they're the most racist people. Biden is clearly a racist. You are
0: so on the money with that. (laughs) Biden is an absolute racist, and so was Obama. Yeah. And so was Obama. And you know what? I knew it when he was in office, and I just said, well, he'll be gone someday. Well, how does all this affect people's ability to make money? Like, let me give you an example. There are people out there that approach me, and they say, Dave, what do you think? I still have some assets to protect, but I'm not sure what I do. I don't trust the banks. We now have $30 trillion in debt. Uh, what what do I do? How would you answer that question? Because I'm not sure I can.
1: Yeah. So we've gone from a stock market to now a market of stocks, and we've gone to an environment where valuations matter to now what we call liquidity matters, and so you need <clears throat> you need to have a roadmap of of um, of systems that tell you you know where the money is going to go and where it's going to flow and we think that's the system we have we think we have the premier system for that uh, i sent you some notes of of just you know these guys showed me his, his statement on how much he might made one day with us so somebody else first month with us 84 percent you know win rate on trades and uh and so that's typical of what we we do we see where the money's flowing and we see where the money's flowing out of and we try to put people into those trades or Better yet, we teach them how they could do it on their own as well. So, you know, our philosophy is we teach you how to trade. We teach you and give you tools that you could trade more effectively. And then we also provide you with trades as well so that you can see what a good trade looks like and make money while you're learning. And it's it's extremely effective, and we do very well with it. And I think it would behoove people to see what we do. So. That's how we do it at Trade Genius. And um, look, we're operating the markets open. We have people in the trade rooms and we're trading constantly.
0: How, how, has, how has this crisis impacted how you um, move into the trades?
1: Yeah, it's actually helped us because, you know, up until, you know, basically the last two years before this past fall, the market was kind of like an autopilot mode. So you can, anything you bought, eventually you're going to make money on because it was just grinding higher. And then starting in the fall, we started to get these repo things and the market got started getting a little hinky and went up. And then we had the big crash in, in March. And so our systems work best when there's what we call two way movement in the market. And, and the more movement, the more profitable our system is. So this is back to our, our wheelhouse in terms of being able to be extremely effective in helping people. And also, the you know you can't really trust, and I don't mean trust because they're untrustworthy. You really can't trust the systems that were in place with your financial advisor anymore, <clears throat> because those are robo systems. They're passive and they're robotic, and they can't they can't they can't see these uh, these moves fast enough for you to be able to position yourself. So you know we help people understand where we think the money's flowing out of. They don't operate that way. Those systems are designed to keep the financial advisor from getting sued versus being able to maximize your your performance. And so our system only strictly looks at where the money's flowing and trying to get people positioned in the right sectors and then within that the right stocks in the right sector. Wow. That's
0: that sounds a lot like what I'm hearing from some Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment. is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. People I know that in my audience that are in Trade Genius, in fact, they, they tell me the education materials, which are called the non-bundled items, they said they're really, really simple. Can you address that for a minute? And with people get this material, how do they know that they're going to be able to understand what they're being taught?
1: Yes. Yeah, so what we've done is two things. We have a full comprehensive course that's part of the non-bundle, but within the bundles themselves, we put in a uh, a playlist of twelve or thirteen lessons, and in, in they're and they're in vignettes. So they're they're two to three to five minute subject matters that basically walk you through, you know, how to set up a chart to how to effectively trade and so we've gotten extremely high marks on on this training and it's done from a traders perspective because we're trading too and and so it's not it's not theoretical or academic it's practical and so that's what works really well we do it for for trading cryptocurrency for trading the futures markets for trading the stock market and uh, it's been very well received and so you know, we can get you up to speed really fast. That's why I shot you the note. That's uh, that the young lady just shot it out to me unsolicited it, and said, "Hey, eighty-four percent first month." Another person I forgot to throw in there said, "You paid for my system the first month. I'm with you for the whole year." Yeah, exactly. And that's that's typical of what we do. Uh, with high high profit rates and and high win rates and uh, and it's all the system. So we just keep finding opportunities. Yeah, I know.
0: When when you go with gold, and I have gold and I have silver, but when you go with gold and silver, it, it's kind of a get it and wait for the catastrophe. Um, with 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 you, do that I really like is it's get it, and it really doesn't matter what the market's doing overall because you're going to find the niche that's working, and it, and it and it pays immediate dividends.
1: Yeah, we call it rinse and repeat. You know, I mean, you, we're in and out of gold and silver miners. Last week we got out of a bunch of them. We're getting back into them again this week. And uh, and so you're you, you know you, you, you're getting paid while you wait. So um, yeah, at the end of the day, we think gold and silver are going to all-time highs. We think the markets are going to probably suffer some pretty good losses. But in the meantime, uh, you can make a lot of money. And in fact, if the market goes down, we show you how to make money that way too and without taking on any undue risk.
0: I think that's fantastic. Well, how do people, because there are going to be some people that bug me, and I'm going to say I'm not I'm not the expert here. Bob is. So tell them how they can get involved with Trade Genius. What's the first step?
1: Yeah, so um, the first step is to go to tradelikeagenius.com, and then you can uh, uh, text us. You can chat with us. You can um, call us on the phone, and we'd be happy to... Um, Show you what bundles were most appropriate for you in terms of your level of experience, and and try to put you to where you get the best return on investment with working with us, and then we put the bundles together. We pre discounted those, uh, you know, sixty five percent off, and and then the non bundle items are forty five percent off. Use promo code Father's Day, and uh, but you have to the sixth of June to take advantage of it, and 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 take advantage of the pricing that we offer.
0: Okay, that that would be midnight Pacific time, 6th of
1: June? Yes, sir. Okay, that's what I thought.
0: Well, this all sounds really good, and I'm going to encourage people to take advantage of this, because we get good reports from our audience on this, but, but uh, I want to thank you, too, from the bottom of my heart, coming on here and opening up and being so honest about these crises, because today people are intimidated about telling the truth, and then I'll refer to the basketball announcer for the Sacramento Kings. He answered a tweet from one of the players on the team and he said, his reaction said how horrible it was and he says yeah, like at the end of the day all lives matter and now that was turned into a racist comment and now he's been fired from his job and that is such garbage all lives do matter and I'll say it too um, that just makes me so angry <laughs> but I appreciate you being honest because all of us are children of God and we deserve to be treated with respect
1: yeah, I mean, you know, we're not going to get better if we just keep um, we just keep firing around rhetoric, you know, and looking
0: for ways to hate people for accusing them of saying what it is they're not saying. And uh, I, I don't know a reasonable person who is not outraged about the death of uh, George Floyd. I, I don't know anybody who's not mad about it. Any decent person is going to look at that and go, how horrible is that? We can't have that in America. But the other stuff that you talked about, I so appreciate what you said. Anyway, I just wanted to repeat here what um, uh, Bob Kudla just told us that you have until June 6th to act on this uh, reduced non-bundled. And uh, the bundled items already have the pre-discount built in. And uh, you can go to our description box following this interview, and click on Trade Like a Genius, it'll tell you everything you need to know. Well, Bob, it was fantastic talking to you in these difficult times. I appreciate your perspectives, and I appreciate the opportunities you bring to people, too.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Dave.
0: Okay, take care, Bob. Bye-bye. Bye.